Beth. And I'm Jamie. Welcome to Driver Picks the Podcast. Where I pick the podcast. And I shut my cake hole. I'm trying to pick the relevant relevance? Relevance for this. I was trying to make it like chanting. It's kinda sad that you didn't see where I was going there. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's on me. Okay, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm really sorry. Today's vibes are going to be weird. Jamie's fully caffeinated and I am fully sleep deprived. It's been a whole wild time this morning. Good luck. (laughs) I say that both to us as making the podcast and also to me editing and also to anyone listening. Good luck, just in general. Best wishes for the rest of this episode. Exactly. (laughs) On today's episode, we are supposed to be talking about, and will hopefully continue to talk about, the ninth episode of the third season of Supernatural, titled Malleus Maleficarum, and I am sorry if I mispronounced that. I think you did better than you did last week when you said the episode title for, like, predictions. Okay, good, good, because I've been practicing, so I'm I'm glad it's back. I love that for you. I know. The dedication that I have. (laughs) Jamie, what did you think? Okay, there's a lot here. Yes. Let's let's talk about the book club for a minute. Let's talk about book club. Which, like, they're not lying. Yeah, it's a book club. About a book. A book, yeah. Just a book, isn't it? Yeah, but let's not mention any of the other relevant details here. (laughs) It's just a book club. Which is, like... I think it's really hilarious that they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to introduce witches. What should they be like? Ah, they're going to be like white suburban moms. Yeah, literally, right? I love that there's this scene where they're, like, showing, like, book club, right? And it's that bit where her husband, I think his name's Ron, is, like, getting ready to, like, go out. And he's like, I know what book club really is. You guys just want to hang out and talk shit. And they're like, ha ha, Ron. Also, he doesn't like Elizabeth, and I don't know why. Elizabeth is, like... Of the four, she's the most chill. Yeah, right? And he's like, hi, Elizabeth. She's like, hi, Ron. And it's like, wow, why do you guys hate each other? Like, I kind of want to know the beef. The drama. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, I I don't know. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, at the start of the scene, they have a shot of, like, an inspirational poster. And it just says determination in, like, bold writing down the bottom. And it's got a picture of an eagle. And I just thought it was really fucking funny. Ah, yeah, the dentist office aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. Oh dear. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. I am very... Look, I wanted witches, mm-hmm. but not like this. That's fair. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, let's treat it with, like, some respect. Let's build some actual mythos behind it. Mm. And they were like, we're just going to have these people getting come by a demon, essentially. Like, Yeah, pretty much. I will say, we do get other witches through the show, mm. and there are different backstories. Yeah. I mean, we even get Ruby. In this episode, previously a witch, she was a witch, and we will get to Ruby. Yeah. In this episode, we'll get there. It's not what we're talking about right now, but we will. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry, because there's things to say. So we do get other witches in the show. They have varying levels of backstory. There are different sort of introductions to witchcraft, and there are some witches that we meet who are like brand new. There are some witches that we meet are like like Ruby, who are like hundreds and hundreds of years old. And they're not all directly tied to demons. Yeah. So there are some witches who are just, like, innate uh, in their craft. And then there are some witches who do draw their power from more, like, demonic sources and stuff. So it's sort of a mixed bag. Yeah. Similarly to, like, everything else in Supernatural, it's pretty inconsistent. Like, it, it could swing wildly one way or the other 
As the group to, project vibes are real. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yes, while I it it's unfortunate that like this was kind of the introductory episode, we do get a yeah. bit more uh, diversity. I yeah. guess we get a bit more diversity in terms of how our witches are presented and also how they get their powers and, and these things. Yeah, so we get introduced to witches and Dean's like, I hate witches. He's very against them. <laughs> specifically. Specifically witches. Like Yeah. He doesn't like them. And the freaking rabbit and he's always he like turns around and he's like, oh because he sees the rabbit yeah. hanging. And he's just like, oh man, why does a rabbit always get screwed in the deal? It's like poor little guy and it's Dean and Rabbits is, like, a weird, ongoing thing. Like, it's not consistent throughout the show, but there's, like, multiple occasions of Dean just kind of liking Rabbits. And it's, I don't know, it's just a nice character trait, I guess. He likes Rabbits. Does this mean that everyone, when they write, like, a, like a domestic sort of fit, gives him, like, a pet rabbit? No, but I wish they did. <laughs> well, that seems like the natural conclusion. I Like I said, it's not, like, a consistent thing. Mm. And he generally isn't, like, an animal person, per se. But we get... There's this, like, one episode, and I want to say, like, season 12, which is actually, funnily enough, another witch episode. It's called Regarding Dean. And there's this, like, he wakes up, and he doesn't know where he is, but he's just holding a rabbit. And he's just like, hey, buddy. (laughs) Oh, so it's Dean's version of, um, born under a bad sign. (laughs) Like, kind of. yeah but he yeah he's just he just wakes up with this rabbit it's it's very cute while we're still talking about the witches Mm -hmm. i should not have watched this episode while eating my breakfast there are scenes in this that i just cannot watch the the fucking teeth coming out the 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 wrists getting slit in particular i i can't see i hated that special effect the wrist was terrible it's not even to do with the special effects i just i when i'm watching this stuff i can like feel it and yeah. I'm like, oh, no, can't look at it. Because, like, the way they shot it is great. It's really visceral. It's quite... But just the effect. Like, yeah. the effect <laughs> itself. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I couldn't tell you because I wasn't looking at it because I knew it was coming and I was like, no, no. And I closed my eyes and I held my arms to my chest. I just, I can't look at it. It really, it really... I t- like I said before, I don't like horror. This is the one exception is this fucking show. And... So I just, I just hate it. And the teeth coming out, is horrible. And like, oh God, what was the other thing that, that happened? Oh yeah, and then there was fucking um, maggots in the food. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, fuck, I'm just trying to enjoy my damn meal here. Oh, it was unpleasant. <laughs> oh, here's a question for you. Okay. The teeth thing. Yeah. And same goes for really any of the, the witchy deaths in this episode. None of the, like things that happen to them, except the wrist, except the wrist, yeah. seem directly linked to their actual death. Like, your teeth falling out yeah. doesn't kill you. No. I guess unless you drown in your own blood, which is horrifying. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't seem like that's what happened. Yeah. And, like, same with eating maggots. Like, disgusting, arguably. Well, I was thinking it was more of a sort of, like, choking on it. Mm. Sort of was what they were going for. Like, oh, I because guess. Like, it's like, this is the meal I cooked for us. Yeah. So now you're going to choke on choke yeah. on it sort of thing. So I sort of, like, that's how I related them. De- mm. Death to eating is through choking. But yeah, you're right. The teeth is like, unless she accidentally swallowed a tooth. I want to know how the medical examiner found cause of death in that case. Like, yeah. what are they, like, writing on their litter report to say, yes, this is why they died? 
I don't know if they would have really had anything to go on. But I wonder if maybe, and this is why I wanted to ask, because because it doesn't seem like it's actually related yeah. to the way that their death is not directly caused by whatever was happening to them, yeah. right? It doesn't seem that way. So maybe it was just, like, just to make them, like, scared and miserable right before they yeah. died? Like, was it just to sort of torture them before they she killed yeah. them? Because the actual deaths themselves seem quite sudden. Yeah. And I'm wondering if maybe, like, the part where she, like, stabs the it's dagger about the down. suffering. Yeah, I wonder, because the part where they uh, she stabs the dagger down yeah. makes me think that maybe it's, like, a heart attack type, yeah. like, instantaneous actual death, but it's just the lead up to the death where she wants yeah. them to suffer. That was my theory. I just wanted, yeah. I was wondering if you had, like, a similar thought or... I don't, like, the thing is, yeah, two of them, I'm like, oh, you could actually die from that. Like, you could choke to death on your food. Mm. I don't know. I have no more insight into Supernatural than you do. What's what's the significance of your teeth falling out, like, in dreams? Loss of control, normally, I'm pretty sure. Well, Based that, on that's kind of fitting, dream then, analysis. Because the whole thing was that the witch had had an affair with her husband, which yeah. could be seen as, like, a loss of control, I guess. Like, she's lost... It's like a loss of control in the sense that someone is doing something without consulting her and without her knowledge that directly affects her. Like lost control of that aspect of her life because something's being done that she's unaware of. And then it like it makes sense that he Teeth falling out are associated with loss and important life changes. Mm. Well there you go. So maybe it's a symbolic thing. Maybe that's why they went with teeth. And then obviously it makes sense for him because like the meal is like she made the meal for him. And also surely she had somewhere better to keep that in her fucking house than just in her oven. Like, surely. Like, I don't know where you would keep it, but surely not in your fucking oven, right? But you couldn't put it in the fridge because then it wouldn't get the maggot action that you wanted. But, like, surely she could leave it, like, in the garage. Like, why would you have that? Surely she used her oven for something else. Well, yeah, but also, like, it's in the middle of that. Like, all of the bugs are going to be, like... In your fucking kitchen. Like, they show the flies on the plate. Flies, funnily enough, fly around. And Holy they're really shit. annoying. You're a genius, Bethany. I, flies fly. I know. Who fucking knew? I don't know. No one has ever connected these dots before. <laughs> I'm a pioneer. But, but yeah, like, I'm like, why the fuck is this in your kitchen? That's not where this belongs. This belongs anywhere but inside your house. Like, you could have literally put that tray in your bin outside and then collected it from your bin to do your little spell and then chucked it out again. I don't know why she kept that in her otherwise fucking pristine kitchen. Makes no sense to me. Okay, let's move on from that. Okay, let's, I want to just talk about like a really tiny moment. Okay, I don't think there's too much to say on this, but there also might be. So like when Dean is dying from the spell. Yes. Right? Yes. And then... Ruby saves him, mm-hmm. squirts the stuff in his mouth. I know what you're going to say. And then he says, that stuff literally tastes like us. I'm sorry, but... I know, Dean, I know. Dean, I wrote... honey, sweetie, baby. <laughs> How do you know what ass tastes like? I know, I wrote Dean eats ass confirmed in my notes. <laughs> I know, I know. He literally is like, what is that stuff? Ass tastes like ass. And it's like, bro... Like, he doesn't say that tastes like shit. He specifically says, yeah. tastes like ass. Right? Oh, freaking Ben Enland. <laughs> what are you doing to me, sir? He's trying to confirm goddamn by Dean is what he's trying to do. Oh, aren't we all? <laughs> yes, I knew that's what you were going to say. 
I don't think there's any more to say on it. I think it stands for itself. Dean's ass confirmed. Yeah. Actually, before we move on, because I think okay. I was about to say, while we're there, let's talk about Dean and Ruby. But before we move on, yeah, I do just very quickly want to touch back to the witches and the original like spells that are happening. Mm-hmm. First of all, quick shout out to men are stupid and horny because if this damn man had not had an affair, he and his wife would still be fucking alive. Yeah. So quick note, men are stupid and horny. Let's move on. When he's sitting in the car. He's just a sad widow eating his sad burger in his sad car, listening to his sad music. <laughs> like, I know that it's sad, obviously, yeah. but it is, like, also kind of funny. And it is like, also funny. Like, surely he could walk inside to eat his goddamn just, burger. Like, I just also think it's funny that Sam and Dean are somewhere, like, with a pair of binoculars watching this sad man eat his sad burger in his sad car. And then, <laughs> and then the music in that scene. When it changed the song on the radio changes. I put a spell on you. Exactly. I recognize that it is cheesy AF, but I kind of fucking love it. This lady did everything for the goddamn drama. So fucking extra. And she is a fucking icon. I applaud her. Like, I love it. And also, again, like, this is not related to his death. This is not related to... She, this must She's have been a secondary se- spell. Drama, like... This cannot have been one spell. That's not caused... built into the goddamn spell. Like, you're going to make yeah. your ex-lover choke on a burger. But also... Full of maggots. But also, change the fucking ambiance. Like, no. This lady has some mad fucking skills. I don't know what she's putting in those hex bags. Bunny bones, I guess. But she is fucking on to something. And also, she must be, like, hella powerful. Because... Running two spells at once is, like, not something we see very much in the show. And, like, I guess she's drawing her powers from, like, an evil demon. But, like... Not even mad about it. Not even mad about it. Not gonna lie, I did think the whole, like, evil demon reveal thing was gonna be a bigger thing. Because, like, he stabs the demon with the blade and now the demon's just kind of gone. When they were like, oh, we're not even gonna give this demon a name because it's too powerful and all that. Does the demon... Does this specific demon ever come back or is it, like, done? I don't think it ever comes back. So they built it up for no goddamn reason. Yeah. Oh, wait. Just checking. Are you talking about the demon who dies in this episode? Or are yeah. you talking about the demon that they reference? The demon that dies in this episode. Oh, okay. Because yes. that's, no, the that's the demon they're talking about, isn't it? No. Oh. No. See, because the way I got it was that this demon was no. the one like in control. She's where they're drawing the power from. Oh, okay. Okay. So this demon who dies in this episode that yeah. Ruby knew, yeah. right? Is the one that the... That Ruby's like, you know, you can't go against this demon. They're too powerful. Yes. Yeah. That's the one that dies, yeah. right? But... Not the leader they're talking about. Yes. That's right. No, yes. no, no. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. No, but like this specific demon, they like built them up like yeah. a shit ton. So I was expecting them to be important later on, but it's like... No, I don't think so. I think they're only really important because we get Ruby backstory out of them. And also some like... Lesbian energy. Big lesbian energy. <laughs> I was, I literally, my notes are literally like, lesbian demons, question mark? Lesbian demon betrayal! <laughs> but also, here's the thing. I think 100% a show about Ruby and, like, whatever the hell that demon had going on, mm. way more interesting than whatever the Winchesters are fucking doing. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but, like... No, don't apologise, it's fine. A TV show about the history of those two... Like Fuck Ruby. the Winchesters. Like, that's I just, what we want. We yeah. Want at Jensen Ackles, that's the prequel we want. Honest to God, that shit could slap. Like, yeah. 
there is so much potential in this fucking show and they squander it at every damn turn and it's infuriating. <laughs> Anywho, while we're here, do we want to talk about Ruby? Okay. Yep. I want to know your thoughts. I, like Ruby, would wish they'd stop calling her a bitch. Yes. It just feels very, like, uh, big yikes, sort yes. of, can we just get rid can of some stop? of the gendered insults? Yes. Unfortunately, bitch is one that will carry on. But I... It's probably just because that's the only thing they got around the censorship. Like, uh, yeah. Which is... Weird. Weird, actually, come to think yeah. of it. But yeah, I think that's probably why. And I also appreciate Ruby being like, stop fucking calling me a bitch. Also, Ruby in this episode gives off very big, like, not like other demons energy. <laughs> Literally, doesn't she? How do you feel about that, actually? I'm curious to see whether it's true or not. Because she is a demon. Mm-hmm. She could be lying. Yeah. Or she could be telling the truth. Also, I think it's kind of funny, though, that the brothers didn't realise that demons were humans. Yeah. Like, they, they used to be humans. Because, like, how long have you been... What we have learned about the Winchesters is that they are a bit fucking oblivious. Yeah. Because if John didn't tell them, then they just don't know. Yeah. Basically. Bearing in mind, like, at the start of season one, they come across a demon, they're like, oh, this is above our pay grade. And now mm. they're interacting with demons like every fucking other episode. They've gone from knowing nothing to knowing kind of... So everything that they have learned about demons, they've pretty much learned on since we've been watching them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's funny because they specifically say, well, every demon basically began as a human. And they're like, what? And of course, then you have Dean's immediate concern, which is, well, I'm going to hell. And Ruby's like, yeah. And you're going to be a demon. Might be next century, might be six centuries from now, but eventually... That's just... You just... You don't get a choice. That's just what's going to happen. But this episode does give me new theories for Sam. Oh, okay. Because she says specifically that the whole thing in hell is that you forget what it's like to be human. Mm -hmm. You forget who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. They keep on saying Mm -hmm. that Sam is different. Mm. If he was in hell and started the process Mm. of forgetting who he was as a person... Which actually ties in really nicely to what I was saying in that other episode about how maybe the experience of being dead sort of what changed him rather than something that was just like... Inherent. Inherent to his demon blood or something. Like, what if it's just that the trauma or something associated with hell? Yeah. And that's what they're all fucking going on about. Though I do think it's hilarious that in this episode the reason he gives is basically just like, I'm just trying to be more like you so I don't fucking die. And Dean's like, not don't like it. I love that theory. I obviously can't really comment on it. So I do want to talk But if about... they are actually here's the I don't know if they will do it, but if they do have it actually be Sam genuinely is changed and not just Sam is trying to be able to deal for himself. Yeah. I think that might be the mechanism through which they're like, oh, Sam is changed. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Very quickly before we move on, I do want to talk about the fact that Ruby is a demon and she does yeah. lie, and in fact she has been lying to Sam. She doesn't know how to save Dean. No. There is no secret plan that she no. has that she's just waiting for the right moment. There's nothing. She's, she's just like, her ass. I need some reason for Sam to not kill me. Yeah, and so she she improvised, which is, you know, props to her. Yeah. Excellent plan, really. This is really the only thing she could have said to him that would have And also there's no way for him to prove that she's lying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's actually genius. Though like, I do love that Sam's entire thing this episode is like, stop, don't try to fucking kill her. Like, if she wanted us dead... She would stop fucking saving us. Yeah, I like, know. It's so funny. Like, he's so right. That whole argument.
argument between the two of them is just Sam being so petty. Like, Dean, literally shut up. Like, we yeah. would be dead if she wanted us dead. It's not even a question. It's a fucking fact. Because here's the thing. She hasn't actually ever tried to A, actively kill them. Yeah. And B, she has saved their life at least half a dozen times at this yeah. fucking point. She saves their life, like, twice this episode. She saves Dean twice and Sam once in this fucking episode alone. And, as she points out, she fixed the fucking cult for them. She's, like, doing all this shit, proving her worth, and they're like, I don't know, I might still kill you, though. Who knows? Although Sam does forcibly stop Dean from killing her this episode. Like, he fully grabs him and stops him from killing her. Which is interesting. But still, like, considering she saved Sam, like, half a dozen times at this point, like, it just balances out. Like, that's one repaid. Yeah. Um, Like, he saved her once for her five times that she saved him. I also, I just... Dean and Ruby's relationship is really interesting. Yeah. Because Sam and Ruby at this point you can almost call, like, reluctant friends. Like, yeah. they're, like, allies almost yeah. at this point. But this is, like, the first time Dean has actually met her. And yeah. they are immediately antagonistic. They're yeah. immediately, like, well, he's my best friend. <laughs> like, I love, like, Ruby, because she is a demon. Yeah. Right? She is, she knows exactly what buttons to push. Yeah. To get the reaction that she wants. Like, they're master manipulators. It's kind of their thing. So she says to Dean, like, oh, yeah, you care about Sam so much. You're checking out and leaving him alone. Mm. Like, you're going to, yeah, you always, you care about him so much that you're just going to fucking die and let him deal with that. And obviously that upsets Dean. And I guess kind of like as it should, because she's not wrong. No. But also, like, you do have to remember, though, that, there would be no Sam to leave alone if Dean had made the deal. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's sort of like that. Um, yeah. What, what is he better off with? Like... Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on which perspective you take. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we've talked about this before, so I don't think it's worth it. If he went to much. hell, then Dean did a good thing. If he went to heaven, then Dean did a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that I would perhaps out. suggest the whole demon blood thing that Sam went to hell. I think that's maybe something that heaven would be a bit bigoted against. And uh, not let someone in with demon blood. Oh, that means Ava went to hell. I mean, like, she deserved to go to hell. Yeah, by the end of her arc, she kind of had earned her place there. But, like, that means um, Andy went to hell as well. Oh, no, not Andy. Poor little meow meow. Oh, I never thought about that. Look, I don't know if that's how heaven and hell works, but based on my sort of, like, thinking at the moment... Demon blood means that Sam would not have gone to heaven, but that just means that any kid that had demon blood would not have gone to heaven. So even the kid who could electrocute people in Simon said he was trying to no, get not help. Simon said in, yeah he was trying to get help yeah in um hunted was yeah. That? yeah even he would have gone to hell despite the fact he was trying to get help oh that's kind of sad okay but I want to know some of the logistics like does demon blood mean that they automatically go to hell do we ever get confirmation on that or is that something that you can't tell me because spoilers. I think we can discuss it because I don't think that they ever actually directly address it. Okay. So we've talked before about like souls and stuff. Yeah. And usually heaven slash hell where you kind of end up is pretty dependent on your soul status. So then the question becomes, does Does consuming demon blood alter your soul at a fundamental level? Okay. So the thing is like they did not choose to ingest the blood, right? Yeah. It was something that was done to them. Yeah. It's like it's almost like an act of violence. Like it's something that has yeah. been 
It's a violation of their bodily autonomy. Yeah. Right? And of, of their consent. It's the same thing as, like, roofing someone, something they did. Yeah, it's like if you spike someone's drink when they were sober. So I don't think it is something that they would go to hell for just inherently. I think Ava would have gone to hell because she began to make decisions using the powers that she had from the demon blood. And I think that... Ava's probably not a good example, but like someone like Andy... Andy, I think, would not have gone to hell based on the fact that he did not choose to ingest the demon blood. It was something that was done to him. And the things that he chose to do with those abilities were never to the harm of someone else with the exception of Weber... But in that instance... It was self-defense. It was self-defense, not only for himself, but also for Tracy and Mm -hmm. Dean in that circumstance. So, and ultimately, it's probably Sam as well. Yeah. So I do think that all things considered, Andy probably would have gone to heaven, which Mm -hmm. is what I fucking hope, because my God. Although, and this is something that you can't really have a comment on yet, but just food for thought for anyone who's listening, who's seen later seasons there is a possibility for the special children to potentially go to purgatory rather than heaven or hell and i can't really elaborate on my point without it sort of getting into what purgatory is and and you know the kind of rules and regulations regarding that but just as like a food for thought maybe we'll come back to that later yeah the special children are kind of a gray area purgatory itself is kind of a gray area that's a, a visual joke uh, <laughs> for an audio-only podcast. Well, no, it's a, it's if you've seen the show, you'll know why it's it's a grey area. The first but, three seasons are a grey area. Oh, you haven't seen Paradora yet. Can't see jack shit. No, so to answer your question, no, they don't ever really address it. Okay. I think there is a solid argument for probably all three answers. Mm. Personally, I would say that Andy, like if we talk about Andy specifically, yeah. I would say either heaven or dependent on specific logistics maybe purgatory but i would personally i would prefer that he ended up in heaven yeah. just because i love him and he deserves good things it's that meme that's like um this person's murdered people yeah but i love them would yeah you consider that so they are therefore absolvable sins yeah yes that's me at dean winchester <laughs> <laughs> okay that's really interesting because i was like i i i don't know what sort of soul system they use because of course they haven't even thought about touching that yet at this point in the show. Yeah, it's not for a little while. But even then, like, D- I reckon Sam's done enough shit that they might be able to catch him on a technicality and send him <laughs> to hell. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Honestly, there's that much sort of meddling in Sam and Dean's lives that they... It would probably just be, like, a decision made, like, above their head. Like, it would... I feel like those two kind of bypass all the normal systems of regulation yeah. that they have. I feel like that's just like, no, no, we just asked the CEO specifically, what do you want done with this one? Like, they just... They don't fit any of our fucking categories. I'm just imagining, like, a, a courtroom and you've got, like, the three, like, lawyers, <laughs> like, arguing, like, no, Dean Winchester de- de- deserves to go to hell. No, no, Dean Winchester deserves to go to purgatory. Do you know what's really like, funny is I feel like that's exactly it, but none of them actually want them. <laughs> like we are not taking this fucking dude we don't want anything to do with it oh that's funny that mm. that makes it objectively funny yeah I, like. I love the idea that sam or dean die and it's just like heaven hell purgatory hell is not like, responsible you for- fucking take him i don't want him he's just gonna start fucking drama hell's like hell is not responsible for dean winchester not he was a good enough person he deserves to go to hell they can deal <laughs> the with the reason these like, two just keep coming back to fucking life for 15 seasons 
They get sorted <laughs> into like they get sorted into hell and hell has him for like ten years and they're like, oh yeah, nah, fuck this shit. Send him back. <laughs> We've had enough of this dude. Not our problem. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So Oh god, there are so many things I want to talk about in this episode and I don't know how to bring them up. Get into it. Okay. okay. So yep. I'm gonna pop back to Sam and Dean's discussion in the motel room, which did you see the texture on the walls of that fucking motel room? <laughs> it looked like gelati had just been slapped <laughs> across the walls. It was the ugliest fucking thing. I shocked and appalled. Are you quite alright? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. That's not where I was expecting that to go. Oh, what did you expect? <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about character development and analysis. <laughs> well, I was. I just really wanted to get that part out of the way. Okay. So, so yeah, it was sense. a fucking ugly room. Anywho. To be fair, though, every motel room they go in is, like, the set designers are just trying to out-ugly the other I one. think that's actually maybe a game they play. Because I can't think of any other example, like, or reason why that would be the case. They're all fucking ugly. This one in particular really hurt me. Anywho. So, they're going back to the motel room. <laughs> and they're, like, having the argument. And Dean's like, I don't like this ruby chick. I don't know why you like her. And Sam, Sam does this little fucking... He goes, What? And it, like, goes up, like, two octaves. It's really funny. It's very cute. I loved it. I don't... It's unimportant, but I just thought it was funny. And then it's like, okay, Sam's kind of right, though. Like, Dean is being a bit hypocritical. Because, basically, in the scene, Dean is mad that he wouldn't let Sam kill... Sorry. Dean is mad that Sam wouldn't let him shoot Ruby. And then Sam brings up the excellent point where he's like, well, just a couple of weeks ago, or episodes for us, you didn't want... To kill that other demon that you'd been, like, stuck in that fucking underground cave in with. Yeah. Right? And Dean's like, mm, it's different. And I'm like, mm, is it, buddy? How? It's not. You're being a bit of a fucking here's, hypocrite. Here's the thing. The demon that Dean was trapped with in the basement that episode, right, actively wanted to kill Dean. Like, was actively trying to kill Dean. Wanted yeah. a hundred... The only reason they didn't is they were physically incapable of killing Dean. Yeah, and then they had their little, like... Powwow thing. <laughs> I love that we both went with the word powwow. I feel like we just connected on it's like the a, vibes. Or the, the, we shared the brain cell. That demon was actively trying to kill Dean and Dean's and like in the end they were like, oh maybe I won't kill you. Yeah. Right. Fine. Sure. Great. Don't kill the demon. That seems fair. Here's the thing though. Ruby has been actively saving their fucking lives I know. for the last like two goddamn months. I know. And she like makes the point where she's like, you know. I needed to give you something to see past the fact that I'm a demon. And Dean's like, yeah, it's a bit hard to see past. And she's just standing there like, yeah, you think I haven't fucking noticed. I've saved your ass like 18 times. You still don't fucking trust me. Like, mm. anyway, so they're in the motel and they're kind of like back and forth thing. And Sam basically is like, yeah, we will just kill these people. Which earlier on in the episode, they're talking about killing the witches. Right? Yeah. You know, they have to be stopped. And yeah. And Dean's like, well, I mean, they're human. Like, what are we going to do? And Sam's like, uh, they're murderers. And I was just sitting there like, um, Sam. Sam, Sam sweetie babe. Murderers are also humans. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know where, I don't know which connection is missing, but you are missing one here. Like, it's, I, didn't you want to be a fucking lawyer, Sam? Anyway, that's kind of irrelevant. Point is, Dean is arguing that Sam is, like, they should be arguing about this. He's like, it's what you're supposed to do. We're supposed to sit in the frickin' car and argue about this stuff. You go on about the sanctity of life and all that crap. Like, 
And Sam's like, hang on a minute, you're mad that I'm agreeing with you? And then Dean's like, no, I'm worried that you're not acting like yourself. And then we sort of get into the hole where Sam is saying, well, I figure I have to be more like you. I have to kind of cut off that side of myself that would normally argue with you because you're going to be dead. And I figure the best way for me to survive is to be more like you. That's how I'm going to cope. And Sam, I would just love to take a moment to tell you, sweetie baby, Dean isn't fucking coping. Use your eyes for two seconds. Yeah. Use those critical thinking skills that you... you went to Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, exactly. Like, no. And it's it's hard because they're all trying to prepare. Like, and I'm including Ruby in this too. Yeah. They're all trying to prepare for the same event. But yeah. all of them have wildly different approaches. Which Ruby meant... Okay, I'm going to dis- derail this a bit. Okay? No, go for it. Ruby mentions that Sam needs training, essentially. Yeah. Right. right near the end. All I could think of is, like, a training montage from, like, a bad 80s sport movie. <laughs> yes. And I think She's that's hilarious. She's got him doing laps. He's wearing a little sweatband. Though I think it'd be really, really fun if... Because, like, clearly Ruby knows a lot about witchcraft. Yeah. If she trained Sam in witchcraft. Like, what a way for him to consolidate his power without being reliant on his, like, innate demon blood powers. Mm-hmm. While also being able to actually vaguely compete with some of the demons. Because, obviously, yeah. witchcraft and demons are intertwined. Yeah. At least in Partially. some yeah. aspects. I'm glad that you say that because Witch Sam is actually a really popular headcanon. Oh. Yeah. Like, it's That's it's a fanon thing. Yeah. It's something that I personally really like. And we'll talk about it more as the seasons go on. I don't know when that started being, like, when the fandom started yeah. sort of doing, like, When we latched on to that. Yeah. I think it was probably later seasons where it really caught traction. That's certainly when I came across it. So, yeah. obviously, there would have been, I'm sure, bubbles and pockets yeah. here, there, and everywhere. Um, and, again, saying that it's popular, again, in my circles sometimes all it takes though is one like insanely popular fic that mentions something and yeah. it's like oh no it's fanon or like one post or something yeah, yeah. so in yeah witch sam yeah no i i really love that for for yeah the reasons that you just said like it's a way for him to still sort of harness a power over the supernatural but without sort of using the darker aspects of i guess his own though do you past. think if Sam just, like, chugged a gallon of fucking demon blood, he'd get stronger. <laughs> what, like a, um, what, like a steroid? Like, like, or like a power shake? Like a protein shake? <laughs> but also, I'm, I'm really curious. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about Bella Twilight sipping on the, <laughs> the sippy cup of, of blood. Sorry. Oh my god, yes. He has a sippy cup of demon blood to like enhance his demon powers. Like, and he's just sitting there out of the sippy cup, like drinking it. But I also want to know because demons don't have bodies, right? Yes, we've talked about this before. They they just possess people. Yeah, except that one in the Demon Hunger Games that had like a weirdly corporeal form that Ava was manipulating. Yeah. How do they get demon blood? Because they don't have bodies I'm, with blood. Is it just, like, whatever vessel the demon's currently possessing? Yes. Like, you, you get possessed one time and suddenly you're demon blood. Like, so I can actually answer this question. It's, it's not, it's not like, super important to the plot, so I don't think it matters. But logistics. Logistics. So, basically, any person who is, at that time, possessed by a demon... Yeah. ...essentially is contaminated. Like, their entire... Yeah. Them as a vessel, as a whole, is contaminated... 
with demon. demon. So technically, so like any blood in them is demon. Blood. Yeah. So and the reason that we kind of know this is when the special children were babies and Azazel was dropping blood to them. He's just it's his own blood and it's the his vessel's blood. So it's just that whatever human that Azazel was possessing, yeah. He was just able to use his own blood because his blood was tainted purely by association. Okay. So to answer your question, uh anyone possessed by a demon has demon blood at least for the duration of the possession. Whether okay. or not it clears up afterwards, you no gotta idea. wonder then if the people who got demon COVID had demon blood while they had demon COVID. Well, I guess their blood was in. I guess they had yeah. demon blood, but in a different way. Yeah. Because they had, like, infectious demon blood. Demon COVID was not the same as a normal possession. Mm. So, yeah, I'm not 100% on the, the science, <laughs> the demon blood science of that. But, yes, no. So, so any vessel that is possessed for the duration of the possession, the blood is demonic. Whether or not that clears up. It might be, like... Maybe it's kind of like if you had a drug in your system and, like, maybe it takes, like, 24 yeah. or 48 or 72 hours to be fully clear. I'm not fully sure. Maybe we could come up with some theories, though. That's kind of fun. Demon blood science. Demon blood detox. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I think it'd be very funny. So, because, like, clearly Sam's powers come from the demon blood. Like, at this point, he's not inherently psychic. I was wondering at what point you were going to... Oh, it was a while ago. Like, I just didn't feel worth... It's such a little... Like, obvious, yeah. obviously... That was worked out when they revealed the special children plot, like, back at the end of season two. It's yeah. Like, oh, clearly these children are... They're, they're clearly choosing them for some reason. Yeah, because I wasn't but... sure, because I didn't say anything, so I was like, I wasn't sure if you were still operating on that being the basis of why they were chosen. But no, no so they were not in... To, to my knowledge, yeah. they were not inherently psychic. They became psychic because of the demon, demon blood. blood. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they theoretically could have rounded up psychics that didn't have the demon blood at the same time as the special children. But no, so like, clearly it's the demon blood that's given them the power. So, so you're like, like, what if I times that by like, a hundred? Because I guess, actually, this is a good point, because he had one drop when he was yeah. six months old. Yeah. So if he drank like, I don't know, how much are you imagining? Like a like an orange juice, like two litres? Yeah, kind of like, 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 like a carton of milk. That would stain your teeth something awful. Also, this is kind of gross, but like, blood congeals. Like, you would not want to have that shit cold. Like, if you don't like pulp in your orange juice, you are not going to like fucking cold blood. Not that I have personal experience, but like, just as... <laughs> in this I week's episode of accidentally so sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> I swear, I swear I don't have that much experience with cold blood. Oh, I sound like a psychopath. Okay. Okay, so you're... <laughs> Wait. But I'm imagining it in like, you know those tumblers? That you get, like, bubble tea in. Oh, oh my god, yes. Like, with a straw that you, like, have to stamp through the lid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright. Maybe get, like, a curly straw. Wait, okay, if Sam was having a demon blood bubble tea, yeah. what would his add-ins be? Classic pearls, obviously. Classic pearls, okay. Yeah. Anything else? Is he getting, like, aloe jelly with his demon <laughs> blood tea? I don't know. I think... He'd get low sugar, obviously. Obviously, yeah. No sugar. No sugar option. Yeah. Which means I don't think he'd get popping pills because popping pills are quite Super sugar sweet. heavy. Yeah, okay. Do you reckon he's getting like the red bean? I reckon he's going to get cheese fiber? foam. Cheese foam? Who the fuck is putting cheese foam on their bubble tea? Is that what a thing? Think? Dude, that sounds disgusting. Is that a thing? Yeah. I'm not even sure that's a thing. Have you tried it? Is it good? Is it one of those things? I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot I just lived in a world for a moment where you could eat like dairy. What a blissful place to be. No, yep, cheese foam's the thing. 
What is um, cheese foam and boba? Cheese foam is basically cream cheese and whipped cream. Oh, cream cheese. Okay, that makes more sense. I'm thinking like cheddar. <laughs> it's like so it's, cheddar. It's, it's like uh, whipped cream cheese. Okay, that actually yeah. sounds good. I, so it's like cheesecake. Because like cheesecake, yeah. yeah. I was imagining like, you know how you have Americans have like cheese in a can? Oh, yeah. I'm like imagining like a horrible yellow <laughs> fucking cheddar weird spray shit. I was like, what do you mean? Like whipped cream, but make it cheese instead. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Whipped, like, Philadelphia sounds way better. Okay. Never mind. I'm on board. That actually sounds really good. Anyway, so no, we think classic pearls and no sugar. Classic pearls, no sugar, and then cheese foam. With blood tea. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Why would he have cheese foam? It just feels right. All right. Canon will never tell us we're wrong, so... We can do whatever the fuck we want. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Okay. <laughs> Sam drinking demon blood, but it's like a Capri Sun. It's in like a juice pouch. <laughs> oh my god, stop. Wait, no, they put it in a little esky. You know, I so said they've got the esky that they always have. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Oh god. He's got like... I just love the visuals so much of like Sam. Okay. Oh, okay. So, building on this. How... You know how Dean was so against Sam's like psychic stuff? Yeah. Do you reckon Dean would just straight up like disown him if he was like fucking drinking demon blood can you imagine the reaction i mean i imagine sam just wouldn't tell him oh yeah <laughs> fucking probably I... look they probably. learn a lot of things from their father but communication <laughs> is not one of them like i'm just trying to imagine like dean like is like doing the dishes one day and he's rinsing out sam's like to-go cup and he's like why is this red and sam's like oh beetroot juice <laughs> and that's and why he's become like, like a beet He's like convinced that Sam's just on some fucking health kick. <laughs> and anytime he sees like Sam drinking it, he's like, oh, can I have some? And Sam's like, oh, no, it's beetroot juice, dude. You wouldn't like it. Oh, that's genius. Or like he just, I don't know, like, I don't really know if we have like foods that Dean doesn't like. Yeah. But yeah, all Sam would have to be like, oh man, like I blizzed olives into it or some shit. It's like, it's good for my cholesterol. And Dean would be like, ah, fuck that. That's iconic. <laughs> And you know that Sam would have an eco-friendly go cup. <laughs> Alright, did you want to talk any more about Sam and his psychic powers, slash that plot, slash prediction, slash ruby, slash blood drinks, slash anything else? Any other logistics? Lots of logistics in this episode. Oh, excellent. Okay. This is a logistics-heavy episode, isn't it? It. Do you know what? It actually really is. It really there's is. There's so many logistics. There's the logistics of, like, the lore, and there's also the logistics of... Filming, because this is a very quick point that I want to make. Did you notice when they come out from interviewing, is his name Paul, the husband who yeah. nearly dies? Yeah. When they're presenting so, to the CDC. Yes. So they interview him. And first of all, he does that whole thing where he's like, everyone loved Janet. Why is that always the fucking line? It's but he has the weird pause. That's because he knew. He knew. He was having a fucking affair and the mistress was not happy that he... Break up with her, stupid. Not even a week Bonnie. before his wife goddamn dies in a weird, fucking unusual way. I know. Fucking moron. Anyway. Okay. I also want to point out that he did the exact same thing that tipped me off in fucking dead, not dead in the water, in fucking the pilot episode where the husband was like, Yeah, it was a happy marriage. I was like, There's a weird fucking pause there <laughs> that tells me this was not a happy marriage. Ooh. The narrative techniques of pausing awkwardly. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Anyway, no. So after they've spoken to Paul, the dumbass, and they go outside, 
They're just fucking standing. Because Sam is, like, showing Dean the, like, hex bag or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, whatever. And they are standing there. It is pissing with rain. Like, it is pelting. They are getting saturated. You can see it on their jackets. You can actually see it if you look, like, if you look beyond them. You can see it. The rain is so heavy. And they are just standing there, like, not changing their fucking choreography at all. All they needed to do was relocate the scene the car. car. And, like, then they go to the car. They're in the car. And they're miraculously dry. There is not a spot on their jackets. Their hair is not wet. I'm like, guys, why didn't you just do the whole scene in the fucking car. They are just standing there directly in the rain. Not Logically, even inside. if it's good weather, it makes more sense to do it in the car because then they're not standing awkwardly. Talking on... about crimes in public. That's going to be really hard for me to edit. I'm so You're sorry to everyone's eardrums. But anyway. Because, yeah, they're just, like, randomly standing on his front fucking lawn. I know. And it's pouring rain. Like, no one is just standing in the rain. It is, like... There are a lot of unrealistic things in this show called Supernatural about supernatural beings. But do you know what is the most unrealistic fucking thing in this episode is that they're just standing there in the goddamn rain. Everyone tries to get out of the rain. The only time you're not trying to get out of the rain is if you've deliberately gone into the rain because you're having a main character moment. And they're not even having main character moments. They are main characters, but they're not having a moment. They could have talked about that in the fucking car. Sorry, I... It just really annoyed me. I don't know why. It's the stupidest decision. Anyway, sorry. I'm going to stop because otherwise I'm going to be on that for the next 15 minutes. You wanted to talk about other logistics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I got sidetracked. Sorry. No, you're... I don't apologize. I mostly did it. <laughs> okay. Logistically, mm-hmm. I want to know, like, as a percentage... Yeah. How many witches then become demons? Like, okay. is it, like, a pipeline? Like, is, like, reach the intro step to becoming a demon? Okay. I also want a percentage. Mm. We'll get to that in a second. Is this the most women we've ever had in a Supernatural episode? I know. There's literally, like, the two brothers and the husband. Yeah. And no other male characters in this entire there's, goddamn there's, episode. So there's four because there are the two husbands. So there's Paul, the dumbass, oh. Ron, who plays fantasy football. I forgot Ron, sorry. And then Sam and Dean. Yeah. And that's, I think, it. Yep. For named, at least. And then for women, we've got Renee, who's the blonde yep. lady. We've got Tammy, who's the one who's possessed by the demon. We've got Elizabeth, who is the brunette, who is, like, yeah. upset about Andrea dying. Yeah. We've got Andrea, obviously, who is the witch who was killing the original people and then died. we got Jan- uh, Janice, who dies. who dies. Every single woman in this goddamn episode dies but Ruby. Li- so there's six yeah. women in this episode. Wait, and all of the men fucking live. Yep. Oh, I, do you know what? I was excited because I was like, wow, we got a lot of women in this episode. And now I'm fucking furious. What the hell? Because every single woman in this episode dies but Ruby. Every single one of them. Because Tammy, who is possessed, dies. Even if you're counting the demon who's possessing her as a separate woman entity, she dies because she gets stabbed with the demon blade. Yeah. Multiple times, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. damn, damn, one stab will do. You don't have to go at it like six fucking times. Tammy dies. Elizabeth yeah, dies. Tammy is possessed, so she counts as a yeah. second entity. Yeah. Andrea dies. Janet dies. Literally every single female in this episode, Except but Ruby, Ruby, dies. Oh, that is fucking infuriating. Oh, that's abhorrent, actually. Very quickly, before we get back to your question, because it is actually a very good question and I want to talk about it. Andrea. Yeah. Who dies from the slashed wrists. Yeah. 
the fact that everyone kept talking about how she was unstable yeah. and like whatever and they seemed to literally not give a single shit oh like you know it's not that surprising like you know she was pretty unstable literally fuck off but also like Andrea Baker you can do better than that mediocre pull the dumbass yes absolutely and actually Janet you too yeah you too you seem before you immediately died like a very wonderful competent stunning smart woman you didn't like the party it was a bad party you had self-awareness and critical thinking skills clearly better than Paul uh, you could have done so much better, and I'm so sorry that men are stupid and horny. Anyway, percentages of witches who go to hell. Interesting question. I guess it depends on their moral complex. Why are they doing magic? You know? Because... So it's not going to be 100%. No, I don't think no. so. Okay. So there are witches who do not worship, like, fucking demons. Well, yeah. Shit. So... It's Their hard. success rates of avoiding hell would be higher, I'm assuming. Uh, it's hard because there are a couple of characters that you don't know yet. So most witches, obviously, that we come across in the show are antagonists. Yeah. So most of them would probably fall into the hell Because category. the reason that the Winchesters have found out that is because they're doing some bad shit. So they're witches practicing dark, bad magic. They're not... The Winchesters aren't hearing about, like, your average kitchen witch who's, like, just doing spells so that her garden flourishes. Like, yes. But we definitely have uh, instances of people performing magic who are not specifically witches. And we also have instances of witches who are not antagonists. So there are, for example, obviously there are some that we get to know pretty well, but... Do you know about the main witch that I'm thinking of before I give you a name? Rowena? Yes. Okay. okay. So you know about Rowena. Yeah. Rowena is really interesting. She has a very complex... Morality. Morality. Yeah. And yeah. It, it develops over the seasons. So I might leave her out of it. But we also do have characters like... Um, I've heard she's a bad bitch though. And so I'm very excited. I fucking love Rowena. And I think you'll adore her. We also have... Max Baines, who you'll find out. He's not until, I want to say, season See, I've 12. I've never heard... Of that character. Not a huge character, okay. but still, like, relatively significant. He's in a, a few episodes. Yeah. Um, he has a sister, Alicia. I don't remember if Alicia also has magic. Max definitely does. I think maybe they both do. And then their mother, Tasha, mm. also. So the three of them mm. were all, I think, natural witches. Nothing. So none of them had any ties to demonic and they are like allies of yeah. the Winchesters. So none of this is like spoiler heavy. They're just yeah. you know, they're just some examples of, of witches that we get that are not specifically yeah. tied to or worshipping demonic. But we also have a lot of examples of witches who are, are tied to I don't know their names off the top of my head because they're all antagonists who we yeah. only see until they die basically. They're antagonists of the week. You have witches who have like different different ways that they became witches, different ways they approach their magic and also their own morality as well. Obviously, some types of witchcraft are lean more towards the positive and helpful, and then there are other forms that lean much towards the like self-serving, um, and there's others that lean towards like things like necromancy, which is obviously yeah. viewed with a more negative lens. Because so, children shouldn't play with dead things. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. Well, actually, okay, here's another thing. How would you define a witch? Because if you just define a witch as a person who performs magic, mm. technically, that dipshit is our first introduction to Would have a witch. been our, probably our first introduction to a witch. I don't remember. So I cannot define it as that. Yeah. So how actually someone, how would we define a witch? We someone, could probably find it in the bestiary, but... Someone who performs witchcraft 
or yeah. magic mm-hmm. and identifies as a witch. So it's a self-identification thing. Yes. Okay. Interesting. They have to be capable of performing it and they have to know what they're doing. So they have they can't just be like, oh, I'm a witch and then just act as a normal human. Yeah. They need to have the they ability... They need to be like a practicing witch. ...to be able to do witchcraft or magic. Mm. And they also need to identify as a witch. Okay. So... Because now I'm really thinking about it. Which means and they like, need to have the enough knowledge behind them to be able to be like, this is witchcraft. Yeah. Whereas the dude and ch- children shouldn't play with their things did not have that around. knowledge. He just found an old because ritual and was fucking around with the it. The other thing that I was just going to ask is, does that mean that because the woman in Faith, Suzanne, who trapped the Reaper using black magic, mm. so does that count? Like, so I guess, yeah, it, it must come under self-identification. And I wonder if there's also... Maybe a capacity for how regularly you are performing yeah. magic. Because if you, like, do one spell, like Suzanne from Faith, yeah. I don't think I would count her as a witch because it's not... This is about to sound so fucking stupid, but it's, like, being a witch is a lifestyle. Like... <laughs> it's like <laughs> veganism. You can't just avoid, like, meat and eggs and milk for a single day and be like, I'm a vegan now. Yeah. And then go back to eating regularly for the rest of the And month. then be like, oh, I used to be a vegan. Like, that's not yeah. how that works. Right? So witchcraft is, like, the same? Like, yeah. you have to be... Perf- so... And this is our this is our definition. Yeah. So you have to self-identify as a witch. Yeah. Be performing magic on a semi-regular basis. Yeah. And okay. you you have to know about enough about witchcraft to be able to do more than yeah. just one spell. So people can perform spells, but not every person yeah. who performs spells is a witch. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy with that. Let us know if you know you think that our definition needs to be expanded or narrowed or whatever. Happy to chat about it. We're coming up with this on the cuff, so we've probably forgotten a lot. Did you have any other questions about logistics? I have a question about logistics. Absolutely. Go ahead. This is a very short point. That's okay. I have. I think I have one more question about logistics, and it's also a very short point. Okay, no worries. We'll, we'll trade. trade. So on. my very short point yeah. is that all of the deaths happen relatively quickly. Yes. Like, their, their life sucks for, like, probably 90 seconds, and then they yeah. die, right? Okay. Dean is dying. Similar spell. Sam some fucking how has time not only to search the motel, which, by the way, he tries cutting open the mattress before just lifting it up. Here's like, the thing, though. <laughs> I want to be in... I want to study that man's brain like a fucking <laughs> bug. Because he's slashing... How are they hiding the hex bag inside the mattress without any other signs that the mattress have been disturbed? I know. And, like, why would you go straight for... Yeah, I'm going to cut into the mattress before just, like, looking under the mattress or, like... In the fucking fridge or anywhere where it would be so much fucking easier to hide this shit. Or if you're gonna cut the mattress, if if I was a witch and yeah. I was trying to murder Dean Winchester, would I put the hex bag inside the top of Sam Winchester's mattress? Remember, I'm targeting Dean Winchester. Yeah. Or, and this is if I'm specifically gonna hide it in a mattress. Yeah. Would I put it, first of all, in Dean's mattress? Second of all, would I not cut the bottom of the mattress to stuff it up there? Because arguably, you're going to be less likely to notice if there's a hole in the bottom of your mattress than you are if there's going to be one in the top of your mattress. Also, if it's in the bottom of the mattress, you're less likely to feel it as you're sleeping. Exactly! Like the fucking princess in the pea! Seemed like a fucking dumb decision. But it wasn't my point. No. My point was, how the fuck does Sam have time to turn the fucking motel room on its head, slash open the mattress for seemingly no reason, and get the keys, get in the car, drive to the location, and threaten the witches, and think that Dean would still be fucking alive at that point? Like, 
No. Considering every other time they've had, it's like been like a max of like ninety five, seconds, five minutes. We'll get, we'll be very okay, generous, super generous. Five whole minutes. It literally takes, takes five me minutes five minutes just to like put on my shoes, get my bag, and go. He would get maybe two minutes down the road yeah. before the five minutes is up, and unless the motel just happens to be on the same fucking street as this people's book club, so logistically, Dean's dead. We should start keeping a tracker of how many times they should have died. Yeah. How many times Ruby's actually actively saved them. <laughs> we should keep a track of how many times other people have had to save them from their own dumb mistakes. Okay. So my specific logistic thing is a hell of a lot more specific than that. That's okay. like a, that's a very general logistic thing. Okay. That's What's your specific logistic thing? I want to know how they would have done the f- spell right at the beginning that makes her lose her teeth before modern toothbrushes were invented. Because, like, they use the modern toothbrush, which, like, is very – it's objectively hilarious. You have, like, all the, like, old-looking bloody, like, placemats yeah. and, like, all the ritual things that all just, seem – This toothbrush that looks like it's never been fucking, fucking used. used. Yeah. So I want to know, before the invention of modern toothbrushes, how, how the fuck the did they – teeth fall out? Do that spell. Because, like, like clearly it's a historic spell. Like I guess – so the reason that they have the toothbrush and then the reason why she has Paul's watch – it's because you need something that's like to target the person. Yeah. So again, like Suzanne and Faith used the picture of the people that she was targeting. Yeah. In this instance, they're using objects that are belong, right? Yes. And so a toothbrush or a watch is great because it's something that physically touches people all the time. There's going to be DNA and stuff on it. Yeah. Like that's perfect. So I guess they could have used like, I guess it depends on the spell again, because it's, they use the toothbrush, which makes sense because it's specifically for your teeth. Yeah. But if the spell is just to make your teeth fall out, you could potentially use like hair, and then it's still going to be a spell to make your teeth fall out. Mm. It's just being linked by yeah something else. If it had to be something that specifically was in your mouth, I don't know, like a lollipop? A Maybe a fork? A f- <laughs> just stealing people's cutlery there before it gets washed. Like, yoink, I'm going to take that one. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I, I would assume it would be like more of a... Like, I assume the spell was specifically to target yeah. the teeth falling out. And then so the actual item that was used was probably more just like ownership or like Mm. identification of the individual that you're targeting rather than anything else. Before we move on from the witches, because I feel like we've been talking about them for a little while. I fucking love when they're in, they're at book club. Sam's like broken up book club and he's threatening them or whatever. He's identified that Tammy is possessed. Yeah. And he's threatening her. Because he's like, everyone else asked for shit and got shit and you're... Yeah, yeah. Which, by the fucking way, I love that they're arguing about whether or not they're going to continue book club. And Elizabeth's like, we can't. People are dying. And then Renee's like, yeah, but do you remember the trip to Hawaii? And I was like, oh my god, Scott Morrison coded. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so they have the reveal that Tammy is possessed and there's like this fucking hilarious dramatic gasp from both Elizabeth and Renee. They're like, <gasps> like, it's yeah. it's just so, it is the quintessential, like, dramatic gasp. It's fucking hilarious. And then freaking Tammy calls, oh, God, she, she insults Renee somehow. Yeah. I can't remember how. It was probably sexist. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway, she insults her. And this fucking, this woman has so, so much, I don't even know what word she has, but she's got it. She she looks at this fucking demon, dead in the eyes, blacked out completely, and goes, not in my house, Tammy Benton. And I'm like, Renee, 
Babe, she's holding a grown six foot plus man against the wall of your lounge room with nothing but her mind. You really think this is the person that you want to cross? And then she immediately gets her neck snapped. And I was like, yeah, you, you probably miscalculated that one. It was a, it was a choice, but it did make me laugh. And then she died and I was like, oh, rip. But <laughs> I think it's time for my PSA this week. Oh God, I nearly forgot about your PSA. You always do. Oh, not always, just sometimes. What do you think it is this week? I reckon it's going to be something to do with book club. Mm. Have an appropriate vetting process in place before initiating new members into your club. Here's the thing, though. That's not applicable to this episode. Sure it is. She we... said she rocked up to book club with a, with a, with a book and they were no, like, No, they were excellent. already in a book club, though. She said all I had to do was bring one good book to book club. Exactly. They already had a book club. Uh... And then she just... Because okay. you possessed okay. Happy, who was okay. already a member okay. of the book club. Yeah, you're correct. I'm sorry, I said yeah. corrected. I amend my statement. Have an appropriate vetting process in place for reading materials at your book club. <laughs> Does that one pass your, your test, your applicability uh, test? Yeah, that, it passes my applicability test. Yeah. Maybe a tiny bit niche. <laughs> I've never before, but no, that is not my PSA this week. What's your PSA? My PSA this week is please don't kill rabbits for their bones and oh, stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Please like, don't I'm with Dean here. Like, that is animal cruelty if I've ever fucking seen it. Yes. I don't have too much more that I want to say about this episode. I've got a kind of, like, a couple of little tidbits. Did you have anything else major you wanted to cover? Um, nope. I think that's all All of my points and jokes that I wanted to make. Man. Cool. Okay. So I just want to talk very quickly about a couple of things. because I'm Go for it. Probably... Lightning round. Quick note about the fact that by the time Sam and Dean leave, once Ruby has saved their asses, there are so many dead bodies in that fucking house after book club. Ron is going to come back and be traumatized. Like, he went away for fantasy football for one hour. He comes back. His lounge room wall is fucking destroyed. His wife and two of her friends are dead on the floor. Though Ruby said she was going to take care of it. That makes me wonder, is she going to call Bob? That was going to be my next point. The only way that all of that is fixed is if Ruby has Bob on fucking speed dial. And look, she might. Who knows? And we never find out what take no. care of it means. Demons could have a very different idea of take care of it. Does it mean she's just going to remove any traces that the Winchesters were there and just like leave it? Or yeah. like... Or like, or is she going to All the body's like, going to mysteriously vanish? Exactly. Like, like, what is she doing? Who fucking knows? Oh, uh, like a BuzzFeed Unsolved style fucking... I would adore it. Okay, so yes. Sorry, wrong. The other thing that I just... Oh, actually, I have two other things. One of those is a bit sad. So when Ruby and Dean are having their little D&M... Um, yeah, and like she's just told like Dean, like, you're going to go to hell and you're going to become a demon. And he's just like, huh, that's fine. <laughs> There's no way to save me, right? She's like, no. Anyway... She does this thing where he's like clearly uncomfortable because he's just come to the realization that he's going to become a demon, which is bad. And she's like, look at you trying to be all stoic. It's heartbreaking. And I was like, damn, bitch, you're right. It is heartbreaking. I'm really sad. It was, it, it just, it was sad. I, like, yeah. It's the Dean like, Winchester equivalent of like Gordon becoming a vampire. Yeah, literally. Literally. And I was just watching it. I was like, yeah, you know what? It is really sad. It's sad that he's going to become a demon. It's sad that he's trying to be, like, brave about it because he's like, well, I can't... There's nothing I can do about it, first of all. But, like, also, what else is he going to do? Anyway, it made me sad. And lastly, Elizabeth. 
honestly, a queen. Mm-hmm. She was doing so much this episode. She's trying her best. She really was. She's just fucking standing there, learning about how Sam, a random man who just broke into a house and threatened her with a gun, and also who was previously, what, FBI or some shit? He is stuck to a fucking wall, being held there by the mind of someone you thought was your friend who you've now just learned is a demon, which you didn't know existed before. And she's standing there listening to this demon tell Sam about he is maybe or maybe not Hell's Messiah. And I just think that that's hilarious. Like, she is just standing there getting more information at one moment than she's ever had in the rest of her damn life. Do you want to know what's really objectively hilarious about this, though? What? She gained more information in that, like, ten-minute segment yeah. than the boys managed to get over the course of, like, <laughs> a year and a half. You're so right. And you know what? And then she manages to keep her wits about her enough to perform the spell that, like, distracts the demon yeah. so that Dean can, can kill her. Stop it, yeah. And I was just like, damn, Elizabeth, just... And then she still died. And then she still died, which is infuriating because she would have been cool to be recurring. Oh, that would be really cool. If then she went on, like, and Ruby taught her, like, actual, like, witchcraft that didn't require a demon. Mm-hmm. And, like... I just, sorry, I don't know if you the just The secret good supernatural that, like, lives, lives in our heads. heads. I'm sorry, I don't know if you just saw my eyes go really wide, but a thought just occurred to me. Okay. Demon Ava. <gasps> yeah. A queen! Wouldn't she be, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? That's the good shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Look, she doesn't come back, but God... That would have been Imagine good. if, like, you know, new showrunner, like, Sarah Gamble takes over for seasons <laughs> six and seven, watches yeah. the first five seasons and goes, you know what? We could bring Ava back, oh. but this time 200 times more powerful, but also, like, personally really fucking relevant to the brothers. Do you know what? If they brought Ava back in season 15 instead of fucking Jenny the Vampire... Ooh. I would have been like I still would have been objectively furious, but I would have been way less mad because at least we cared about Ava. Yep. I feel like I never properly appreciated Ava until doing this rewatch yeah. with you because I like I always liked her. Yeah. As a character, but I'd never thought about her this much and the potential she had right? as a character. And the actress who played her was so good. Yeah. I genuinely think that in like. Season, they could have brought her back like season 10 or something. Yeah. Like really like not, have nothing about her and then like have her come back like late in the Ooh. season. Have her that like through the season you're hearing rumours of this like new demon yeah, coming through. Yeah, right. And like no names, just like rumours right? that there's like an upset coming for hell and there's a new uh-huh, leader coming uh-huh. through and all of this bullshit. And it would and have been fucking, fucking perfect. Ava. And it would have made so much damn sense because this whole thing has been about the um, Azazel wanting yeah. to find someone who can, like, lead the demons in, like, the war. So, like, it makes fucking sense. Like, would have been incredible because she was literally designed for that shit. For that role. And, and then she, she was superpowered like, as a human, and then she speedruns becoming a demon. She has the attitude. She has the drive. She is a fucking yeah. girl boss icon. Right? right? And it could have been, because obviously, like, Sam has, like, rejected that role for yeah. himself. People keep being like, Sammy, you know, you're supposed to be doing this, but you're not. And we're annoyed about it. And he's like, yeah, well, suck it, you know. And there's a power vacuum. Yeah, That right? people are desperately trying to, to have someone fight fill. to fill. Right? Imagine imagine the parallels between seeing Ava as what Sam was supposed to be 
versus Sam, who like is like j- just he's a shitfish. He's on the fence. He oh, doesn't want to do one or the other. Oh my god! Literally, I'm. It's making me so. I've never been that annoyed that Ava never came back. Now I am, dude. Maybe we should write a fit. <laughs> a pod fit. Maybe we should have an episode of the pod that is literally just us being like, okay. But what if? But what like what if we just wrote a fic, but instead of actually having to write it, because that's really hard and I'm it takes me a long time, we could just do this back and forth and we'll just we'll just brain brainwave. Brainwave? Brainstorm, that's what I was going for. Brainstorm an episode just off the cuff. That could be fun. Let us know. Is that something that you would want? Or does that seem really boring to you? Or does that sound really fucking boring? We could make it collaborative. People could send in ideas. Yeah. Anyway. So, I think that just about brings us to the end of today's episode. Jamie, how would you rate this episode, Malleus Maleficarum, out of five? I think I'm going to give it a three out of five stars. A three? I would give it three and a half, but the fact that every single woman in this episode dies but Ruby. Yeah. Just Even if they let Elizabeth live, Mm. three and a half stars. Mm Mm-hmm. Easy. But because they killed off every single female character... In this fucking episode. And all four male characters lived. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. No, okay. You that's can get Doc half a point. Yeah, no, that's fair. So we will pop that in as a three. Okay. And the next episode is titled Dream a Little Dream of Me. Do you have any thoughts, feelings, fears, hopes, predictions? Well, someone's going to be dreaming. Or maybe it's like a coma situation again. Ooh, that like, could like be in, um, fun. Things that are and things that shouldn't be. No, that's not the correct title. The one where what Dean is, is in a gin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What what is and what should never be. What? Yeah. So something like fuck. I can never think of that title. Yeah. It's, it's really a weirdly it fairly often. often. It's a weirdly worded one. Yeah. Yeah. Supernatural titles are very weird. Yeah. They don't follow like a linear pattern. Like most shows have, like like you know, Friends have like. The one with a blah, blah, blah. Or, like, Leverage has, like, the blank job. It's more of a structured kind of episode naming structure. Supernatural is just, like, a fucking free-for-all. It's, like, whatever they feel like naming it. It might be a reference. It might be, like, a line that they just took from the script and, like, put it in the fucking title. They're just doing whatever the fuck they want over there. They, They have some interesting naming conventions. So I don't know if they have any naming conventions at all. Like, I think they just do what they fucking want. Anyway, so someone will be in a dream or a coma. Any any other thoughts about maybe? Do you know if who? It's either gotta be one of the brothers, okay, or someone that we care about. Because otherwise, I can't see the relevance of doing it. Like, because dreaming it implies that we're gonna see the dream. Yeah, okay. you know, like yeah. like the title implies that we're gonna see the dream. So it's so not like um... I don't think they're just gonna have like unnamed random number four. <laughs> be in a coma. Sure, so it's not going to be like bedtime stories. No. Okay. Alright, and so you think they'll be in some sort of coma or a sleep situation? situation. And I, I don't think, like, I don't think it's just going to be like, oh, they're just, like, asleep. I think it's going to be like, they're forced into sleep. Like like, s- like Snow White? Yeah. Or Sleeping like, Beauty? Like, yeah. yeah. So whether it's, like, either a coma or... Okay. Like, they're, like, magically induced sleep of some form. You know, not just like, oh, they had a bad dream. Like, 
Can you imagine? Can you imagine if there was an episode of Supernatural which was just like, like I don't know, Dean's having a nightmare, but the whole, you don't know until the, the very end is that he wakes, he wakes up. up. <laughs> like, potentially, that could be an excellent episode. It could be a very good episode for a character analysis. Mm. Like, if it's specifically, like, what he's terrified of. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. It opens on, like, Sam Winchester's gravestone. Dude, don't even... I'm just thinking of, do you know that photo from, like, um, the set of, it was, it's either Arrow or the Arrow, Flash? yes, and they're all, like, peace signing in front of the grave, yeah. <laughs> Are you suggesting that that would be Dean in front of Santa's grave? No, absolutely <laughs> not. But when I said that, that's what my thought immediately went to. It would be Ava in front of Santa's grave. <laughs> oh my god, yes. It's just all of the demon babies. Anywho. Okay, so your prediction is just that someone's going to be in some sort of, like, coma or asleep, but it's going to be some sort of, like, magical sleep-induced sleep. Okay, we think it's going to be someone that we care about, and you think we're going to see what they see? Yeah, because why else would they call a dream or a dream? I don't know, man. Why do they call it born under a bad sign? Like I don't... Look, I am trying to apply logic and reasoning to these goddamn titles. That was your first and mistake. Every single week, they're like, how can we make this title... Irrelevant. Less relevant and more vague. Anyway, we've talked enough for today. So, okay. So that just about does it for today's episode. If you would like to get in touch with us for any reason, if you haven't had enough of us waffling on for the last God knows how long about this episode, you can always get in touch on our social medias. You can find Jamie over on Twitter at DriverPixPod. I feel like Jamie is like Ava's number one stan for a character who was really only in like two and a half episodes of this show. I feel like we've brought her up like probably eight, nine, ten times since. So I feel like it would be super fun if you went over to Twitter and maybe came up with some headcanons for, like, Ava's misadventures in hell. You know, where is she now? Ava edition. I just feel like that could be really fun. I think Jamie would love it. <laughs> that it is what it is. Look, but if you want to talk to Beth, you can find her over on Tumblr at Driver Picks the Podcast. And I think you should send her your personal witch definitions. Like, how do we, why, when do, is it appropriate to call someone a witch versus Specifically just someone, in Supernatural. Yeah, specifically in Supernatural versus just somebody who's, like, fucking around with magic. Like, I would actually really love to discuss this. I think it's, like, a very interesting topic. So, yeah, if you have any ideas, if you think that what we discuss left something out, or if you think that we need to, like, narrow our definition or expand our definition, please come hit me up on Tumblr. I would love to talk about this. I think it's actually very fun. Okay. But that just about does it for today. So like we said, you can always hit us up on our social medias. Otherwise, hopefully we will have you back next week. And hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Bye. Bye.